Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's spookiest podcast. Okay, welcome to what is the next to last day of the Halloween marathon. Wow. Oh, finally. Um, yeah. Some, some of us have done uh, a lot of work and need some rest. And others of us have just been along for the ride. And also need some rest. So um, I'm not even going to try to talk to both of you off the ledge this week because uh, I'm guessing you both just dove head first over it. Uh, it's over. It's, o- it's over. It's fucking over. <laughs> so uh, Tra- trade deadline is next Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, well, they they better do some things. But uh, all right, so <laughs> I am Nicholas. As always, I am joined by Halloween Master Jeremy. Hey, Ooh, I'll take it. And joined by Halloween enthusiast Justin. <laughs> all right, so for the for our last pop culture roulette of the spooky season. We are going to debate the horror franchises. So I left off when I was building the list, I left off any future films unless there's a hard set date. So like when I'm going through their Wikipedia page and they're like, announce like this remake or that remake or this sequel. If it just said TBA, it got left off because I've been doing, we've been doing this long enough to know that TBA means it ain't happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. just just go to the canceled dc project page and and you'll see that yes i worked in a dc uh dig just for you justin oh. <laughs> all right just so, cancel the nfl season <laughs> um all right i somehow was unaware that you can't go above 32 when you're building a bracket and not pay for it on hmm. our on our bracket HQ, uh, dot com people. Uh, so while I was building the bracket, I had to do an emergency end route, create a play in bracket for all of the ones that I had done. So what I quickly did was I just chose a bunch of the, the franchises and okay. Also built this friend of uh, built both sides of the bracket. Very unscientific. Uh, Perfect. So what I did was I went through basically the Wikipedia page of every one of these uh, franchises, and I I wrote wrote down how many movies each one of them has, um, some of the the cooler stuff about the franchise, and like total amount that the movie has made theatrically. So some of these totals are going to be comically low because <laughs> because they only had one movie in a the, in the theater and the rest of them have all been direct uh, video <laughs> um some of them maybe don't even have a total because they were never uh theatrically released um so for the play-in bracket i chose uh 18 franchises that i thought necessarily weren't up to snuff or were kind of a little bit more harder to define. Um, and again, just my personal preference. Some of these ones on the play-in bracket, you guys are going to be like, why the fuck is this on the play-in bracket? Why isn't it in the regular bracket? But when I built it, I put it all in order of how I did the research. 
And then I hit the shuffle button seven times. Wow. <laughs> so I did not seed these things. Bracket HQ seeded them. So when when I tell you that a certain seed is at, uh, when I tell you when a certain franchise is at number 30, don't get mad at me. I didn't put it there. <laughs> yeah. Did you um, review some of these matchups before you uh, printed it? No, I Perfect. just I put it all in, hit shuffle, and then I like I seven said, I hit times, seven, seven times for each of them, and uh, just went with it. Um, also, I did send both of you a copy of the bracket. I don't know if either of you had a chance to peruse it, kind of get an idea of of where some of these things were. I didn't um, even I, know I got one. I uh, I know I got it, but didn't even look at Perfect. it. Perfect. We like Fine. the suspense and the surprise. <laughs> then <laughs> then uh let's just start off right here with the um with the play in bracket. We'll do number 17 Wishmaster versus number 16 VHS. So now <laughs> let me go through my research here. Okay, see this is going to get messy at the beginning. Um uh, Okay, VHS has six films Wow, with a $2.8 million total. So Ooh. like I said, starting off with the, uh, the comically low. Um, Is that just box office? or Like I said, it's just box office. Okay. There's no way for me to track like home video sale. Right. Okay. Um, and something like VHS honestly might not even have uh, home video sale because most of that is straight to streaming. Sure. Okay. I didn't know there were so many of those. That's insane. Yeah. Well, there's one that like isn't called VHS, but it's in the series. So I'm looking for P17. It's probably it's probably Blu-ray now. But VHS yeah. don't exist. <sighs> oh, here it is. Wishmaster. Four movies at 15 million. Wow. Okay. So um, I will tell you straight up uh, for both of these franchises, I have never seen either a film. So I have no, no opinion whatsoever. So okay. I'm going to have to lean on you guys to give me a, a vote for this one. Well, I'm ashamed to say this, but I don't think I've seen any of the Wishmaster films. Um, I kind of remember the first, does this, this the first one involve a cave of some sort? <laughs> that's uh, kind of all i remember from the from wishmaster but i'm gonna have to fight with based on that alone just uh have to say vhs and i did like the first two vhs movies uh, i never watched further than that but um that's my vote okay and so. i would be in the opposite i've never seen any of the vhs movies where i have seen the first two wishmasters i don't really remember them but based on that i'm gonna have to Vote for the Wishmaster series. Damn you! Because at least, <laughs> at least I know I've seen one or two of them. We every work, time you, every, every time you make a wish, it all uh, he does something bad okay. with it, like he tricks you. Okay, so it's kind of like a like a a rip off of Leprechaun. Probably. Okay. Sure. What are you gonna say, Jeremy? Well, I was just gonna say we used to work with a guy that really liked the Wishmaster series. Uh, yes. Jason, big, he used big, to bring that up. Red. Yeah, 
You brought okay. that up quite a bit. So VHS, is that completely found footage or is it just vignettes? Uh, it's vignettes. Hmm. At least, well, uh, the first one, well, I mean, the first one might be all found footage. I can't remember, but yeah, it's like vignettes. It's they're all like anthology style film. Okay, well, I think it's going to be way too early for table flipping for because <laughs> you guys split the vote. I'm going to have to go with uh, see, Wishmaster made more money. VHS has more films, so I don't even have a good like you know. Um, Wishmaster films are at least enjoyable. All right, I'll well, go with Master. <laughs> well, how do you know that the VHS are unenjoyable? Because <laughs> it's because it's found footage. Too late, oh, already voted. Ouch. Too late, already voted. <laughs> Wishmaster's in. Whatever. <laughs> okay, it's the, it's the play-ins. <laughs> All right. So um, now I'm gonna right, rewatch what? these and be like, they're trash. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a. All right. So when I was building the bracket, I accidentally put a, a team that didn't have. I didn't. I accidentally put a uh, a team in that didn't have a category. So I had to like last minute come up with something. Um, I was gonna leave Carrie off at number fifteen. Uh, there are four films. Three of them are remakes. <laughs> like they've basically remade Carrie one three times. Mm. Um, there's also countless references to Carrie in movies and TV, like. I mean, how many TV shows do you know has the whole like pouring a bucket of red paint or blood or something on somebody like there's just um, but that has made uh, between all four films, 136 notes. Wow. And then there's Fear Street, uh, which is just a Netflix thing. So there's no money involved. <laughs> they won't and tell us. There's uh, three movies. Okay. This, All right. this is super easy for me. I loved Fear Street. I thought they just knocked it out of the park with those. So that's my that's my vote, especially the '90s one. Well, okay. the, the slasher one was awesome too. Hell yeah! I'm gonna go watch Fear Street. <laughs> <laughs> I need to actually sit down and watch the third Fear Street. Um, instead, I've been watching just a two weeks worth of just bad movies for another project I'm working on. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Justin, what are you voting there? Uh, I'm also going to put my vote for Fear Street. Oh, let's just go what, ahead. Yeah, like you were saying, <laughs> with them doing, what, three remakes? Right. So it's basically two movies. Yeah, it's basically, it's carry one and carry two, and then carry one again, and then carry one again. Yeah. <laughs> what Fear was the re- has, is at least three good movies that they have one good story between all three. It's at least connected. Yeah. What was the remake in between... There was one in the late 90s, early 2000s where they just kind of remade it and like it just kind of went way under the radar. I mean, hmm. there's obviously the classic 71. Yeah. With, uh, and then there was the one that Chloe, was it Chloe Grace Moretz? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one actually was not bad, but hmm. when, when did that one come out? Like 20 in the last, in less than the last 10 years. Oh, as I said, the 2010s, because then you got the 70s, the 90s, the 10s. That means we're due for another one coming up in a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Well, too bad she lost. So every, uh, every, tw- every 20 <laughs> years, we must remake this movie. All right. Um, okay. So 
I debated seriously on whether or not this franchise should be included. I came across it a couple times. I really had to uh, debate it, so it might lose pretty quickly here. Uh, the Crow. Um, right. It it was. Uh, I mean, I watched two Crow movies today for, like I said, a different project. Uh, they're terrible. <laughs> um, there's there's four movies that are unconnected. Um, there's a TV series, and it's made 118 million. Holy crap! Wow. Um, but like I said, the, all four movies are unconnected. So I I guess it it's it's technically classified as a horror franchise because the whole thing is about like the main character gets murdered in some horrific, terrible way, and then he comes back from the dead to have to avenge himself for his true love. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's got a lot of horror elements, although it's kind of like, like somebody <laughs> was like one, one of the, the lists I said had like Terminator on it. And I'm like, I'm not putting Terminator on a horror list. Terminator's not horror. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But, this one I so, could see. Yeah. So, all right. So the crow um, is our, our number one seed in the uh, play in bracket. <laughs> like I said, don't get mad at me. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Versus Wishmaster. 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 Wishmaster it is. All right. I'm going to vote Crow. Every time. Clockwork. Apparently we are becoming the cat cast. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Number nine. Return of the Living Dead. Now, this this is a different franchise than Night of the Living Dead, the George Romero franchise. We will get to the George Romero. This is because of the fact that Romero and his people forgot to copyright Night of the Living Dead. Ah, dummy. Classic. So Return of the Living Dead got made, and there is um, five movies, and they have made $23 million. Wow. Uh, I think only the first one made it to the theaters. I don't think any of the rest of them did. Uh, and that's up against the Omen, which is five films, one of those being a remake, a TV series, and it made two hundred and fifty-three million. Wow! And oh. I don't really have a fondness for either of these franchises. Uh, no, I, I've I'm... heard Return is can be like some of those are pretty funny. Oh, they're hilarious. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a one of Leanna Quigley, who's like one of the horror scream queens, like is a biker chick. And like when she turns into a zombie, like just, uh, oh, it's the first one is just comedy gold. I mean, in so much as that, like, it's a bad movie, but it's so bad. It's fun. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I've Awful never seen, <laughs> I've never seen any of the Omen movies. I've seen the first one, but it didn't really do anything for me. I've seen the remake. Same boat. All right, so uh, we're. Uh, I think you sold us on uh, return? return. Return. Yeah. Okay. You sold us. All right. Um, now we're gonna go. Where did I put? Oh, there it is. Okay, we got number five: The Lost Boys. Um, there's three movies. Surprising. I know that you thought there was probably only one. Yeah. But there's actually three of them. Uh, there's a whole bunch of comics. 
and it has made 32 million. Wow. And then there is the wow. what they were calling the Massacre series. Uh, so it is uh, Slumber Party Massacre, Sorority House Massacre, the Cheerleader Massacre, and the Sharkansas Women's Prison Massacre. That's very uh, specific for the last <laughs> one there. <laughs> well, there's like three or four of them for like each of the series. And then in that one only has one. So there's 10 films all together. Mm. Uh, one of those being a remake. It is impossible to find any information about how much that money that that franchise has made theatrically because i'm again i'm not sure that any of them have ever been released theatrically or if they were it was all drive-in style uh that's a roger corman thing so lost boys versus the massacre series i've never seen either of these but i i think i'll go with the massacre series because they sounded more interesting with some of the film titles or series is whatever you want to call it. Um, I mean, I feel like I have to vote for the, the Lost Boys just because of the first film alone. It was just a really good movie. Honestly, that's kind of how I want to go as well. Because <laughs> the first one is awesome. Uh, the yeah. second two, I barely even knew existed. Um, although the Massacre series is the Roger Corman, like that B, like the... So, I mean, they're probably a lot of fun, probably yeah. a lot of, well, boobies, a lot of titties in those movies, <laughs> I'm sure. So, uh, but I'm, so you're going Massacre? Yeah, because I don't know any, I don't know any better. And you're going Lost Boys? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go Lost Boys as well. All right. Uh, now we have Insidious at 13. Uh, which is hiding somewhere on here. I was afraid this was going to happen. That's why I numbered everything, but I'm still having a hard time. It disappeared. Well, How insidious. It's, bet it's between 12 and 14. Right, but I didn't do them in order. They. Uh, no, that's, that's, that's the game. Okay, hold on. Is it on this page? No, okay. No. <laughs> so I'm looking for P13. Oh, here it is. Here we go. All right. Uh, five movies. Uh, one of them upcoming. So that, that one has an actual release date. It's made $539 million. Oh. On a total budget of $26.5 million. For all of that's, the movies. That's a good return. Yeah, that's a really good return. Um, I should have probably made notes as to who, where the Blumhouse or the James Wan uh, series is uh, because they uh, there's a lot of James Wan and Lee one L uh, and Blumhouse in general that falls in here and they apparently know how to make movies for stupid cheap yeah and make a fuck ton of money out of it yeah independent uh, rock stars man <laughs> um, so that's insidious <laughs> and then I have the Blair Witch at uh, four. So I'm not sure I even have to ask Justin who he's voting for. I think Insidious uh, is one of those I always confuse with Sinister. Which one's Insidious? Jeremy. So Sinister is the one with the tapes. Insidious is the house haunting movie. Am I right? I, uh, I, don't, I don't know. That's why I asked. I'm, I'm fairly certain you're right. 
Um, I did not write down what these franchises were about. I only I only did the barest amount of research into them. Yeah, Insidious is the Patrick Wilson one with the haunted house, the little boy who can like see spirits. Um, it's got the um, it's got that red Darth Maul looking dude in it. The tiny oh, okay. tiny Tim yeah. music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Sinister is the one with the tapes in the garage with the author, Ethan yes. Hawke. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. Okay. So this Blair question Witch... will be asked later again, Jeremy. <laughs> I'll be ready. <laughs> uh, Blair Witch has three movies, four what they were calling mockumentaries, uh, video game comic books. It's made um, $341 million total. The first movie made two hundred forty-eight million off of sixty grand. That's fucking insane. <laughs> That's not even the craziest one. We'll get there. Okay. Um, all right. So, Insidious versus Blair Witch. I know how you guys feel. I feel like I almost have to vote just to like be different. But do I you do know how we feel. Well, you know how I feel. Well, I. Th- I know how you feel. I feel like I know how Nicholas feels, but maybe not. I'm off base with a lot of shit sometimes. Um, but I'm going to just make this quick and say Insidious. Same. I've never seen Insidious, but I hate fucking Blair Witch. So <laughs> Are we still is... on the play-ins? Yes, we're still on the play-ins. Okay. So I'm just gonna, we're we're going to try to speed up here. But, no, it's okay. Uh, no, no. I'm just wondering. I have... yeah. Okay. We've been oh, keeping we notes. We're just trying to start all right, task. So, all right. The Fly. There's five of those movies. Uh, there's three in the original trilogy and two in the remake trilogy. This is an odd franchise where the remake trilogy or the... Uh, I'm sorry. I said two and then I thought I said trilogy. I'm stupid. There's three in the original trilogy and then two remakes. Got it. The two remakes are probably more famous than the originals. Because the remakes have Jeff Goldblum and David Cronenberg directed them. The originals are old, like 1950s black and whites. Uh, there's a comic series, and it's made $129 million. Uh, We're going to put that up against Fright Night, which there's four of them. But there's Fright Night 1 and 2, and then they remade Fright Night 1 and 2. <laughs> All right, battle uh, of the remakes. <laughs> Um, and then it is uh, it's got 68 total. Not too shabby. Mm. Hmm. I know uh, I've seen Fright Night. I cannot I, tell you. I don't know if I've seen Fright Night, but I have at least seen the remake of The Fly. I'm gonna go with The Fly. Jeff Goldblum gets my vote. That's entirely why I'm voting The Fly, as I've actually never seen any of these movies. Uh, but I've seen the like the Fly transformation, and that like that seems pretty terrifying. Yeah, I'll go with that too. And it's Jeff Goldblum. And it's Jeff Goldblum, who is a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know what you did last summer. I didn't know until today they made three of those movies. <laughs> We're too like direct to. Video? No, well, at least one of them went through. There's, I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer, and then I really know what you did. I don't. Third one. I, I, I think I'm the serious. second, the second one was in theaters. 
Yeah, I think so too. Um, okay. So there was three movies, then a TV series. It made two hundred nine. Oh wow! Um, and then there's the Poltergeist series, four films, one of them being a remake, a TV series, three hundred and six million. The first Poltergeist is awesome. So based on that alone, I'm going to have to vote for that. And I've never seen the Poltergeist, but I have seen the first. I know what you did last summer. So based on that, that's getting my vote. <laughs> Putting Nicholas um, on the spot again. This is that is true. This, you guys, this, you guys, this is a good bracket. <laughs> you guys love doing this. Um, I have seen both of the two of the. I know what you did last summer movies in the theaters um, for some reason. Uh, I think it was because they came out when I was in college, and you know, look at the cast list; you'll figure that out. Uh, <laughs> but I think I'm going to go Poltergeist because that's you know Steven Spielberg, Toby Hooper, like the like. It, I feel like it's slightly more iconic. Thank God, I, I would have had a huge problem if that movie didn't make it in. <laughs> that would have been the first table flip moment. <laughs> All right, so now we're at Reanimator. There's three of those, a comic series, no info on money, and then the Children of the Corn, uh, mm. 11 movies. Wow. <laughs> uh, which I didn't know they had, one of those being a remake. Uh, it's only made 21 million theaters because most of the 11 were straight to video or straight to streaming. All right. Uh, oh, Between those, I'm going to have to go Children of the Corn. I know I've seen at least a good chunk of those movies. Might not have seen them all in order, but I know I've seen most of those. Um, based on what I could tell, uh, I'm not sure that seeing the Children of the Corn movies in order would make them make any more sense. <laughs> Probably not. No. Um, we'll we'll get into that with some of these other ones. Uh, I, and I already forgot what it was up against. Reanimator. Oh, I haven't seen any of that. So, no, uh, Reanimator is is another one of those. It's a it's a schlocky. I don't know if Roger Corman had anything to do with it, but it's definitely one of those. Like if Asylum Pictures had been around at the time, they would have made it. Oh, um, nice. That's cool. It, it's it's ridiculous. Um, I've only seen the first one, uh, but because I've seen it, I'm going to go Reanimator. Okay. Um... Unfortunately, I haven't seen Reanimator, but I have seen the first Children of the Corn, and so I'm gonna have to go with that. I mean, I really did enjoy the first one. I mean, some parts of it were kind of corny, <laughs> <laughs> but it was actually a pretty decent film. This okay. this this would have been one of those table flipper moments for me because right. it's, it's one of those franchises where even if you haven't seen it, it's just everyone knows what it is. All right. Yeah, and that much like the Carrie one that didn't move on, Children of the Corn has been like brought into so many TV shows and other movies, like that plot line of like the creepy kids with the psychic powers and you know. Well, aren't they all creepy? Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So now we're at Fear Street versus The Ring. Um, the Ring has made. There's okay. There's three American versions of The Ring. There is a shit ton of non-American ones because the American one was a remake of the Japanese one, but like they folded them in so they're part of the 
I don't even know how many ring movies there actually are, so I'm leaving it to just the American ones. Um, I left off all of uh, the oh, foreign uh, franchise uh, horror franchises, so I apologize to our our foreign audience. Um, I just don't know enough about your your foreign franchises to really like yeah. you know talk about them. They, so, they they can send us a bracket of foreign horror films, and we'll definitely debate them. Right. I mean, we yeah. won't know what we're talking about, but we'll debate them. Uh, <laughs> we'll read what it's about and go from there, kind of like the Nicolas Cage bracket. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so we've got The Ring versus Fear Street. Uh, I think I've seen the first Ring because that's the one with like, oh, you got to watch this cassette. You have seven days. Right. Those movies are that movie was trash. I enjoyed Fear Street. I'm going Fear Street. I didn't care for The Ring. All right. Do you want to vote first? I mean, listen, I feel like this is going to happen a lot where I'm going to just completely agree with what Justin said. That's never good. Because <laughs> when it comes to horror movies, I feel like him and I have relatively similar taste. Yeah, it does seem to be the case. So, so I'm also going Fear Street. Did you also not like The Ring? Uh, me? No, Nicholas. Oh, uh, I didn't hate it, but I didn't necessarily like it. All right. Well, um, I guess I mean obviously Fear Street for me too, but I enjoyed The Ring when it came out. I think I was at like the perfect age when that movie came out. Freaked me I, out. Might have been because I only seen it for the first time within probably the last five, six years. Okay, and, and I was like, this isn't. This isn't that good. <laughs> I watched it, yeah, like when it was out. So I would have been probably pretty lit, pretty young. And I remember getting pretty freaked out when they showed that, like what was actually on the tape itself. Oh, yeah. If if memory serves, that was back in the day, like at the early, early stages of, of Netflix, when you actually got DVDs sent to your house. Mm. And I was trying to be a real big film nerd. So like I was going out of my way to like, watch like random like Japanese or, or foreign horror films that people were talking about. So I actually saw the Japanese version before I saw the American version. Hmm. Um, and I definitely liked the Japanese version better. But even then, like, I'm just eh, I'm not wasn't really that into it. So right on. I was just say okay. it, came, it came out in 2002. Jim. So I would have been like elementary school. <laughs> That, yeah, that helps you. <laughs> Middle school, yeah. So. All right, so uh, we're Wishmaster, which okay. improbably has gotten a couple rounds in. It's gotten one. <laughs> I think we only voted. Oh, we did vote it for it twice. Yeah. Um, versus Return of the Living Dead. Okay. Huh. That's tough. And I think I think you guys know where I'm. I'm voting for this just because I have a love for zombie movies. But mm-hmm. Jeremy. Yeah, I'll stick with that. I mean, you, you talked me into it from the last couple times. I'll, I'll stay with it. All right. <laughs> I, they sound interesting, but yeah, I've never seen them. I'll have to make a note of it, though. All so. right. Um, all right. Now we've got Lost Boys versus Insidious. Hmm. That's a tough one. I mean... Insidious as a franchise is like so much more, I feel. Well, 
I was going to say iconic, but that's the wrong word because Lost Boys is iconic. But not as, I mean, as a franchise, though. You're right. Insidious has done a lot. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Insidious as a franchise is obviously a better better franchise, but that first Lost Boys movie is just so much better. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Lost Boys. (laughs) I enjoyed that segment. I didn't have to talk. (laughs) <laughs> I've never seen Lost Boys, so we you can never remedy. T- you need to remedy that. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of movies I haven't seen that you say that about. Are you no, keeping no, a no. list? Of, no, there's the list is too long. You should be writing it down every single time he says it. Yeah, no thanks. I need your little post-it note. <laughs> Always keep one by the desktop. My notebook. <laughs> All right. Moving on. As if we needed any more filler. Right. <laughs> uh, the fly versus poltergeist. The fly for me. The I've least, fly man. I've, I've, <laughs> I've at least seen one of those. All right. I'm going poltergeist. Poltergeist. And it wasn't that close for me. Sorry to say. What have you, right. you? You haven't. You both of you haven't seen Poltergeist. Correct. Okay. Yep. You should put that on your list. And watch that. Have you seen that Cursed Films thing that uh, Shutter did? No, but I should. Uh, I mean, I'm aware of it because I know like that one and The Exorcist and some other movies are going to be on there. But... Yeah, yeah. The one they did on Poltergeist was very interesting. Um, I've I've seen Poltergeist. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so Poltergeist moved on. All right, Children of the Corn versus Fear Street. Ooh. That's, uh, uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Fear Street. Oh. Children of the Corn are dated. They're still good, but they're definitely uh, a product of their time. Or Fear Street is just, I think, a better movie as a series. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I love so, Fear Street. Okay. Um, well, it's already moving on, so I'll vote Children of the Corn just to be different. <laughs> uh, Return of the Living Dead versus The Lost Boys. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen either of these movies, but based on the little bit you guys have been talking and I've, the minute of information I've retained... I'm going to go with uh, Return. You made it sound like it's a lot of fun and cheesy and corny, which is what I like in a movie. This would be one of those secret signal moments because <laughs> do, <laughs> well, I don't know what you're going to vote for, but I want to kind of throw it your way because I don't really okay. have something that I'm like passionate about. So I, I think because it's, it's uh, we're talking franchises here, not individual movies. I'm I'm gonna have to go return to the, the living dead because there's more of them and there you know, there's more of a story where lost boys like you forget or you you know nobody even really knows that they made two other lost boy movies. You know, I mean obviously the first one is iconic for a reason, but you know, the fact that they turned it into a franchise and nobody paid attention is kind of kind of why I'm I'm hedging my my bets on, on Return of the Living Dead. 
Fair enough. I'll go. Yeah, I would go with that probably too. I guess. All right. I hope they brought the oily sax man back for those sequels. <laughs> oh, they better have. Okay. Um, now we're at Poltergeist versus Fear Street. Ooh, fuck. <laughs> All right, Nicholas, what do you got? Mm. I guess I'm going to have to vote for the one that I've actually seen. And vote Fear Street, but I, I I don't know. Like Poltergeist is clearly more iconic, so I'm I'm a little torn. Oh man! Well, I'm gonna vote for Poltergeist, knowing that it's probably not gonna be your vote. That's so, a good, that's a good thought. <laughs> um, but I I love Fear Street, so I'm not mad if it moves on. Um, but it sucks that poultry poultry <laughs> poultry guys couldn't have just been in there to begin with, because it really does deserve its place, like in like a t- top tier list with all the other horror franchises that we right. know and love. Yeah, I mean it probably should have been, but there was a last second decision and I had to kind of you know come up with it. <laughs> I get it. The bracket gods have spoken. Yeah. Right. Okay. So for our final matchup of the play-in bracket, this is the winner, the guy who gets to go to the big dance, Return of the Living Dead versus Fear Street. Um, Do you want to vote first, Nicholas? Um, I'm it's zombies. I'm going zombies. Um, you know, Fear Street. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Jeremy. All right, I guess I fucked that up. One of us should have voted first, and then you in the middle. (laughs) Well, we still made it up to the third person. That's true. (laughs) There's a whole other game going on here. Yeah, I try to do like one or two. (laughs) First one or second one. Okay. Don't look behind the curtain. So that is the winner of our play-in bracket, who now gets to be seed number 26, is Fear Street. Cool. All right. By the way, guys, did you see the the new one came out? Yeah, I have. I have the witch and the... It's a a goblin. No, well, whatever. It looks like a witch. It's both. Its name is McGoblin. I know, but I'm calling it a witch. Um, I've got two of each. Nice. I just need the pumpkin and I have. Do you know when the pumpkin comes out? I don't know. No. I said we got we got three of each. Fuck yeah. Or two. Right. We got, yeah. After so market, maybe, baby. Maybe, maybe <laughs> next year for Halloween we'll we'll auction off a set or something. <laughs> okay. Sign them. So all right. Also, um, as we're going through this list, I left off like toys and and you know, merchandise. I pretty much just left it to, you know, movies, TV, you know, video games, stuff like that. Um, and I just want to remind you, and we're going to start, I'm going to remind you with the first one that we're coming up against. I didn't see them. Well, you kind of did. The computer did. <laughs> you hit random seven times, so it is kind of your fault. No, okay. So we have the Resident Evil series. There are seven movies, one of them being a reboot. They've been given, they've given us. Are you talking about Welcome to Raccoon City as the reboot? 
I think so. I don't know. Or Operation, like, Operation Raccoon City. So we've got video games, t- a TV series, animated films, books, and comic books, mm-hmm. giving us a total of $1.2 billion uh, theatrically. Uh, versus, and I, Jeremy, I'm going to need you to, to take a deep breath. Number 32, the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Oh. Um, wow. Um, the Nightmare on Elm Street series, nine movies, one remake, um, one crossover, a TV series, comic books, video game, and $472 million. Not too shabby. Not quite the same range as Resident Evil, but <laughs> yeah. Now I do have to remind you that like the eras in which some of these movies came out, like tickets for movies in Nightmare on Elm Street days were like three bucks, five bucks. Right. Where like Resident Evil days, they were like ten bucks. That's so true. like you know, I if I had done the research or had found a way like to find actual like total ticket sales, yeah. Yeah, you know, I I do I would be curious to see you know, where these franchises actually sit. Mm-hmm. But as we stand, we have Resident Evil versus Nightmare on Elm Street. Probably the hardest one for Jer- Justin to pick. It was. It is. It is. These are two of his favorite franchises. and They're going head to head right up the get, get go. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you guys start? <laughs> Well, nightmare for me, I think. Um, I liked the Resident. Well, I didn't. There's a lot of the movies in the Resident Evil franchise that I really didn't enjoy that much. So, um, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, I'm I'm agreeing 100% with your summation. I'm also voting Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I didn't want to vote on this one. I like them both. Like when you were first talking about Resident Evil, I instantly was like, all right, well, that's getting my vote. And then you were like, oh, first nightmare. And that changed a lot of things. <laughs> like I really enjoy all the Resident Evil games. They're all a lot of fun. They made a lot of games. The third movie is kind of trash because that's the one when they're in the desert. Yeah. But the other ones are all pretty good. So I'm not, I'm not mad either way. A little disappointed in your seating, Nicholas, but not mad. <laughs> Again, I didn't see it. <laughs> right in at popculturalette at gmail.com for all, all your right. seating related concerns. Complaints. Or complaints. I will. You're getting a strongly worded email from me in the near future. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someone that's on the show. <laughs> Dear Pop Culture Roulette. How dare you? <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so now we're at number 17, the Amityville Horror Series versus number 16, Pumpkinhead. I now realize that I should have put Pumpkinhead down in the also-rans and Poltergeist up in the, the big boys, but too late now, that's where it is. <laughs> the Amityville Horror franchise has at least 40 films. Are you fucking serious? Almost none of them have any continuity with each other. 40 I counted 40 there could be more I uh, there are countless numbers of books and because there are so many of them and almost none of them went theatrically it is really hard to tell you what the box office for Amityville is it is up against Pumpkinhead 
which has given us four movies, a video game, some comic books, and has made four million in the theaters. Wow. How is that possible? Um, Because I think only one of them went to the theaters and the other three did not. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm still only... stuck on this whole 40 movie thing. This that's insane. Yeah, and the fact that like legitimately, like there's like a couple, like two or three, like Amityville Horror one, two, and three, and then it starts over, and then they go to space, and they do this. Like they're all <laughs> over the place. They're most of them have zero continuity to do with each other. They just use the name. <laughs> <laughs> That franchise has to have done everything that you could possibly do with a haunted house. Then there has to, except for make a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's the one thing they just couldn't figure out. (laughs) Well, isn't that? Didn't they make the one here in like Lake Geneva with the one the the remake they did with Ryan Reynolds? What? I haven't heard of this. I mean, I don't know. I could have sworn. I will do some research. Okay. All right, anyway, so while you're doing research, who, who are we voting for here? Amityville or Pumpkinhead? I don't really. I'm going to go for uh, Amityville just based on 40 plus movies. Yeah. That, that's honestly how I think I was going to vote for it too. So, okay. All right, I'll, I'll go with that. All right. Now we have number nine, Jaws. Four movies, books, video games, a theme park ride, and eight hundred million versus Hellraiser. Oh. Eleven movies, one remake, comic books, regular books, and forty-eight million. Hellraiser. What was it? Hellraiser and Jaws. Nicholas, where are you going? I'm going to make life difficult on you. I'm going Jaws. Come on, Justin. I mean, you're not going to make life too difficult on me, being the fact I've only seen the first Jaws and almost all the Hellraisers. I'm going with Hellraiser. All right. Wow. Not how I saw that one going. All right. So this get one... for putting Resident Evil up against Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one, this one could create a fight. Um, I'm kind of predicting it. Um, okay, we've got number 25, Final Destination. Five movies, some comic books, some novels, and a can't make it up if I tried. 666 million at the box office. Ooh. I, I can't believe they wrote a book of that. Um <laughs> What and then they... we're sorry. I don't know what the books are about. I didn't write those. <laughs> if if you come in a situation, don't do this. <laughs> that's the that's the book. Yeah. All right. Versus number eight, the Evil Dead franchise. God, that's so five that's... five movies. Two of them reboots. One of them being an upcoming, a TV show, comic book, video games, and 154 million at the box office. That's a tough one. That's really tough. It's not tough for me. I mean, okay. I'm going Evil Dead. I mean, that's, I mean, I love, I mean, that's where I learned to love Bruce Campbell. Okay. Fair enough. Um, well, I'll make it hard for you again, Justin. Well, even though it wasn't hard, but um, Final Destination. 
Wow. Uh, I haven't seen any of the, I haven't seen any of the new Evil Dead stuff. I've seen most of the Final Destination, but and the Evil Dead franchise is just so good. I'm going with the Evil Dead. Nice. I mean, Final Destination, they're not bad movies. Right. But I don't think okay. they need that many movies are a book. <laughs> and and Bruce Campbell. Um, all right. So now we're at number five, the Universal Monsters. Um, there are 41 original movies um, that fall into that category. The best I can figure, plus or minus 12 remakes, because I'm not really sure where certain Dracula movies or mummy movies or, you know, Invisible Man, like some of them fall in there, some of them don't. So there could be more than 12. Uh, countless books, TV shows, video games, comic books. And since you're looking at at least 53 movies, it is damn near impossible to figure out what the box office take on that is. Versus Predator. Oh. oh. Seven movies, two of them being crossovers, comic books, novels, video games, 443 million. Wow. Wouldn't you love to really watch that Predator versus the Universal Monsters? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. I uh I'm gonna go with the Predator. Really enjoy the franchise. Um I like the stuff, but I even though a lot of people hated on it, I didn't think the AVP ones were that bad. And the newest one I thought was uh was pretty good as well. I didn't like the one with the different planets. I rewatched that one recently. It's way better than I thought it was. I remembered it being. Hmm. It's still not as good as like you know the Arnold one, but right. But. <laughs> I find it very difficult to vote against the Universal monsters. Like that's that's tough. They're like such a huge thing. They're a monolith. <laughs> Is that the right, right. word? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm with you. I mean, I my part of me wants to go Predator because like it's a more unified franchise. At least, I mean, they don't necessarily, you know, follow after each other. You know, the stories are different, but uh, where the Universal Monster franchise is just all over the map and who knows where it's going. And there's, But it's so iconic, it's hard to vote against it. So I don't, I don't. So you're going Universal. You're I think going so. Predator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think I have to vote Universal just because of what it means, you know, icon wise. But I really, part of me wanted to vote Predator. Dude, yeah, this was a really tough one. This is, wow. Good, this is a great bracket. All right. Uh, number 21, Phantasm. Ooh. Five movies, comic books, 19 million in the box office. Uh, versus number 12, Scream. Where is Scream on my list here? Oh, here we go. Five movies, one of them upcoming, unrelated TV series, seven hundred and forty-four million at the box office. Wow. Should we talk about how the tall man took it too far again? <laughs> um, we we could talk about that for a another another go round. 
Um, I feel like we've had this conversation a couple of times, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more more than just on the last uh, Freaky Film Club. But yeah, it's come up quite a bit. I feel, but it is always worth it's always worth mentioning that it did happen. Um, that was a weird film. That was a very weird. Just be, be, besides that whole element, right. it was just very weird in general. Um, and I honestly I haven't seen any of the other ones. So it'd be tough for me to vote for that as a franchise. Um, and I've been rambling so long at this point that I don't even know what it was up against. It was up against Scream. That's right. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm going to vote Scream. I mean, I, I feel like that we've hung out long enough that I think both of you know my opinion on the Scream franchise. You know where I where you know, for me, Ghostface being one of the newer, you know, one of the newer masks in the in the game has, has put himself, you know, near the Mount Rushmore status. Yeah. But uh I I mean I that first screen movie is just it's it's I love that movie, you know, just as a movie, not just in general. So I'm going screen. Perfect. I have only ever seen the first scream out of all of the movies listed. So Scream was going to get my vote too. Okay. If you, anyone wants to check out uh, the Freaky Film Club, we did an episode of Phantasm. <laughs> you did. And that's why I finally sat down and watched the first Phantasm. And that movie's fucking weird. Yeah, very much so. That pinball right. is so great, though. Somewhere All right. right so there. now we're at number 13 Candyman. Four movies. Two different timelines, 67 million uh, versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nine movies, two remakes, multiple timelines, comic books, video games, 252 million, and then an unreleased. So, actually, I guess technically 10 Texas Chainsaw Massacres. Wow. I feel like this is a tough one on you, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, Sophie th- thought she had it pretty bad, but <laughs> all right. Um, well, I want to hear what you guys have to say about these. Um, I would probably go with the Texas Chainsaw Massacres. Granted, I have not seen any of them or any of the Candyman, but I know like how iconic. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is. So that's pretty much why I got my vote. I'd probably need to change that, don't I? Yeah. Like like watching them. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no. I mean, just to say you've seen them, sure. But all right. I have really fond memories of the first time I saw Candyman, the very first one. Um I don't necessarily have fond memories of the movie, but like there's a, you know, really good memory with that movie. Okay. Uh, But I think I'm going to go on the line of where Justin's going. I think Leatherface and, and, you know, the, the, you know, the Gunner Hanson, Toby Hooper, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, ever so loosely based on Ed Gein. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, Is more iconic. I think, you know that the, the more, more people will recognize Texas Chainsaw than Candyman. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, those are all really good reasons. And I think I'd have to agree with that, too. Um, but it is tough because the first Candyman is really, really, really good. Scary. And that soundtrack, that Philip Glass song, which I chose actually as one of my top five scary songs of the season, oh, yeah. which you could hear in another spooky start. <laughs> Or they could find that playlist located. Oh boy, Spotify, but I don't know what it's called because my sister made it. it. Is it like Jam Media Podsmash Jams? Well, that's the non Halloween one. Okay, there's too many playlists going on. (laughs) But thank you. I appreciate you the attempt at the plug. I tried. (laughs) They could listen to that one too. We'll cut all this out. Don't worry. (laughs) Sure, we will. All right, so now we're at the Conjuring Universe, <laughs> number 20. That's the tapes? Um, no, that is... Sinister. That's Sinister. Conjuring is, is also, <laughs> also a Blumhouse, Patrick Wilson. Um, where, I, where did it go? I know it's on here. I wrote it down. I wrote a whole Ooh, bunch of stuff about it. It disappeared. I'm looking for Mysteriously. Bum, bum, bum. I can never keep these movies straight. It's tough. There's a lot. And they all have very similar, like, da da da, and the sounding titles. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I will get back to the, the details on The Conjuring in a second. Um, because- uh, we'll get there. I thought you were uh, going to put in like an advertisement because no. this episode is brought to you. Yeah, we it's, haven't uh, put one in the middle before. We could do that. <sighs> okay, make people listen to eighties flick flashback. Right, so they don't just they can't just don't scrub it either. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should wait till we talk about an eighties movie. But okay, all right. Conjuring uh, <laughs> Universe is going to be up against Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers has four movies, hundred and thirty million. And The Conjuring had some really interesting facts about it. I, okay. So where is... So let's take a quick ad break for... <laughs> not 80s flick flashback. Seasons of Life of Orioles. Just kidding. This is all filler. I'm not going to use any of this. This is all stuff you got to edit. <laughs> ah, fuck. Come on, Nicholas. Find it. <laughs> where that... Okay. <laughs> oh, here it is. <laughs> it fell behind the computer. Here we go. All right, the Conjuring universe. That includes The Conjuring, Annabelle, The Nun, The Curse of La Lorna. So there's nine movies total, one upcoming. Holy crap. Um, it is the highest grossing horror franchise of all time with $2.1 billion. What? What is the, what is the one upcoming? Um, uh, it's another Nun film, I think. Uh, is that the uh, Pray for the Devil? Maybe, yeah. Um. On a hundred on for all of the movies together, a hundred and seventy-eight million dollar budget, it's made two point one billion dollars. That's insane. Yeah. <sighs> the first, I, I well, I'll wait. Because <laughs> there's gonna be a vote coming up. Right. Um, okay, so Jeepers Creepers, like I said, four movies, 130 million. Um, I've never seen any of them for either franchise. You haven't? No. The, okay. I'm surprised you haven't seen Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, at least the first one. 
surprising. Yes. Somehow I've missed it. Wow. I just okay. Well, I think I'm gonna have to vote for The Conjuring. I I saw the first couple in theaters, and I never really got around to seeing any of these spinoffs. But I did really enjoy the first two. So, and I mean, can't argue with those financial numbers. Yeah. Numbers, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to agree with Jeremy with the Conjuring series. Uh, I just watched one of the Annabelle ones today, and I know I've seen the Nun, and I thought the newest one of the series, that Pray for the Devil, I thought that one didn't look too bad when we saw the trailer for it in theaters. Right, and well, I've only seen the first Cheapers Creepers. I've never seen any of the other ones. All right. Uh, your arguments have swayed me. I will be voting for the Conjuring Universe right. as well. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't vote you can't vote against that kind of success. Yeah, you can't yeah. vote against two billion dollars until the next round when it uh, goes up against something else. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, now we are up to the Leprechaun number three. Which one was uh, number three, Jeremy? He said Leprechaun number three. Which one was number three? <laughs> that was uh, the Vegas one. Oh, wasn't was it? That- I think so. Possibly, but I meant I like I Leprechaun know. was the third seed. I know. Um, the, I was trying to think of the third one of the franchise. All right. So uh, Leprechaun has eight movies, comic books, and a whopping $10 million in the box office. Perfect. Um, $10 million, ver- That's it? Yeah. Jesus. Versus. Um, that's a travesty. George Romero's of the dead franchise. There's eight of them, two of them being remakes, comic books, and 172 million in the box office. Uh, it uh, was the Vegas one, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Well, since Leprechaun 3 is Vegas. Because <laughs> it was important. We had to yeah, know that. <laughs> we had to. My vote is gonna go for the Leprechaun franchise because three is Vegas, and that was a that was a great movie. That was <laughs> I actually enjoy that whole franchise, though. As corny as it is, it's it's really enjoyable. Maybe not the the one they did with Hornswago, which is what Rebirth, like Origins, or yeah, that one's not very good. But the other ones are all pretty good because that okay. one is not really a leprechaun; it's more of like a creature. Well, I mean, again, <laughs> we've done these Halloween ones enough that I think. I don't even have to tell you where I'm voting. Zombies. <laughs> um, where, you know, my love for the Night of the Living Dead movie in general. But so it's up to you, Jeremy. The... Yeah. Uh, I really hate to do this because the, the, the franchise that's going to lose does not deserve to lose here, but it's going to. I'd say neither of them really deserve to lose here. Oh, that's true. Leprechaun is going to be moving on. All right, I'm flipping a table. Uh, <laughs> all right, we've all had our flip the table moment so far. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so now we are at another franchise that I debated on whether or not it should be included on the list at all, but a lot of people had it on there, so I added it to pad mm-hmm. it out. All right. Um, and now I'm having a hard time finding it. Um, oh, here it is. Tremors. Seven movies, a TV series, 16 million in the box office. Versus Psycho. 
six movies, one of them being a remake, two different timelines, a TV series, video games, comic books, and 118 million. Video games. Yeah, I didn't know there was a psycho game either until today. Wow. Well, Jeremy looks up the video game and lets me know what it's like. Uh, I'm going to go for the, the psycho franchise. I've seen a bunch of the Tremor movies. They're, I don't think any of them are really that spectacular. And Psycho is kind of an, an iconic movie. So I'm, I'm sticking with Psycho. Jeremy, do you got a vote here or, or do you want me to go ahead? Well, yeah, I think we're all about going to be on the same page. I think so because Justin made a very uh, poignant argument. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like the Tremor movies. But like I said, I barely even included them on the horror franchise list because I don't know if I really consider it to be a horror film. I know technically it is, but but they're so funny. But I mean, I enjoy them. I mean, Mm. but yeah, I'm going psycho when it comes to horror franchises. Okay. Yeah. Same. I'll go that way too. What'd you learn about the psycho video game? Anything? Uh, It was uh, like, well, I think it was one of those text-based adventure games. I think gotcha. it, yeah, it's like an old game. Okay. So, um, Justin, I made it really hard for you on the first vote. Now I'm going to make it really, really hard for Jeremy with this vote. You've already done that once to him. Oh, I'm doing it to him hard this time. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> isolate that clip. <laughs> he's, uh, he's not, he's not going to get lube for this one. Uh, you've got Saw. Nine movies, one upcoming, slightly over one billion in the box office. Another one's coming out. Yes, apparently. Okay. Versus. Um, maybe that was on the same page. Actually, no, it was on the same page. Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> Twelve <sighs> movies, one crossover, one kind of reboot. Comic books, video games, four hundred sixty-eight million. Damn. That is tough. I could mean, could have used a little lube. Definitely. Well, too bad you didn't get it. So, <laughs> uh, well, I said, Nicholas, you want to start us on this one? I'm going Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, I I do really like the first Saw movie, but the the franchise gets really bad really fast after that. Where, <sighs> where Fra- Freddy, not Freddy, Jason is a lot of fun. I mean, there are some really bad Jason movies, but like I'll watch a bad Jason movie before I'll rewatch a Saw movie. Yeah. Like give me give me Jason Takes Manhattan before J- I rewatch J- like Jason Saw 4 or 5. Yeah. Uh I'm going to go with the Saw franchise. Mostly to put it hard on Jeremy. I do enjoy both of them. I mean, at least Saw's never gone to space yet. Yet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably this new one is going to be in space. You've you've now given them the idea, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've not seen the only one I haven't seen is Spiral. Out of all of those, that's the Chris Rock one. Yes, correct. That was pretty decent, actually. I've seen the other ones. I didn't. I didn't mind them. That's one of them. I've actually sat down and seen them all. I think I saw was it Jigsaw the one right before that. I don't know. I saw like the first four or five Saw movies, then I didn't watch any until I watched Spiral. 
it spiral didn't inspire me to go back and rewatch any of the Saw movies. So I watched one of them recently, whichever one came out right before that in theaters. So fair enough. Uh... <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it is hard, but I don't think at the end of the day it's going to be that hard because I will die with, I will be buried in my Jason attire. <laughs> I love Friday the 13th. I'm, I'm not surprised that's what you voted for, but I, I really expected it to be a much harder vote for you because I know you love the Saw franchise. So I do. And I even liked a lot of the later ones. Like, I, I do think I like that they tried to. Keep, to do some continuity and like i love that three and four were happening at the same time i thought that was clever and like i said spiral was decent so like gave new life to the franchise i thought but uh yeah at the end of the day friday 13th is where it is at all right this one this one could be an interesting debate number 27 child's play eight movies one of them being a remake a tv series 250 million in the box office Versus Alien. Okay. Eight movies, two crossovers, comic books, novels, video games, podcasts, theme park rides, $1.3 billion. Wow. Ah. I, I'm going to just jump in and say Child's Play because I don't know if that's where it's going to probably go, but I love that franchise. And this, have you guys been watching the TV show? No, because I'm not caught up with the movies. I think I've only seen like the first three or four movies, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm not caught up. With, I'm. I didn't finish the first season yet. I uh, I binged the rest of all the way to where they're at now currently because I had just a bunch of episodes sitting on my DVR. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get through this. And I, it is such a great thing they made here. Like, and I love that Mancini's been involved with all of them throughout and has kind of like all the tone has been different very much so throughout different eras of the franchise too, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I can't say enough good things about the series right now. It's, it's cool. So child's play for me. Justin. Uh, I was hoping you were going to go, but if you want, I'll go for me. It's all for me. It's also child's play. Oh, <laughs> I've I've seen all the child's play. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed, I've been enjoying the TV series. Like it's the, at least the first season, and then I've I've only seen the first Alien movie, and then the AVP stuff. So I have not really watched a whole lot of that, but I have watched all the child's play stuff. I um, uh, I love Alien. I love Aliens. Um, Alien 3 is pure hot trash. Um, <laughs> Do they go to space? They, well, see, that whole franchise starts in space, so it's okay. Um, if you start there, it's okay. It's when you go there later that the problem comes yeah. in. Um, I, I love the Alien franchise. The Child's Play franchise, the couple that I've seen have been fun. Um, I, enjoy, I, I don't know if people like the remake, but I thought the remake was at least fun. So that was Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza and Mark Hamill was the voice instead of Brad Dorif. Hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, it wasn't as good as the original. Um, the original had a charm to it because it had the 80s, you know, was it even from the 80s? The yeah. First child play? Okay. Well, well, maybe. Or, or early, late 80s, early 90s. Like it had, 
with you know having people in the costume or animatronics like it it was i think i'm still voting alien i mean granted child's play is already moving on because you two voted for it but i just i don't know i feel like the first two alien movies changed the game for so much but yeah i, I okay. can't believe it i thought actually you were both gonna vote for alien didn't you see Prometheus in theaters and you said you fell asleep? I did. I remember that. Yeah. Swayed my vote by thinking Jeremy's sleeping through a movie. But I should yeah. go revisit it. To be I fair. should too. I, sh- I should revisit a lot of the uh, newer Alien movies. All right. So number seven, The Purge. Five films, a TV series, 504 million versus our play-in contestant, Fear Street. Oh. I'm uh I'm going for Fear Street on this. I didn't care for the purge. I think I watched the first one, maybe two, and I'm just not a fan. Well, Fear Street. All right. It's not one. I don't know if it, I know it's in one of the lost one of the lost hundred episodes where I go off about the purge and how stupid it is. Okay. Because of because of that first one, I've never bothered to watch any of the rest of them. So did, I will also I will also go Fear Street. Did you see the first purge in theaters? No, I rented it. Okay. I don't okay. think I've seen any of them. Really? Yeah. Ah, that's surprising. I thought it's, for sure. It's fine. I thought for sure with your love of the the Blumhouse stuff, you would have at least seen. Yeah, I don't remember First one. anything about that franchise, to be honest with you. Okay, so now we have Critters. Number 23, Critters versus... Well, Critters has five movies, a TV series, and $16 million in the box office. It also has the distinction of the third movie of, of Critters. Uh, had Leonardo DiCaprio one of his first movie roles. Wow. Uh, probably one that he doesn't want to talk about, but you know, he hey, he has it there. Versus the Hannibal Lecter series, five movies, a TV show, books, nine hundred and twenty-one million. Huh. Hmm. Uh, and Crit- Critters is one of those movies that started in space, so you can't say it jumped the shark. So it's, <laughs> fi- it's fine that it went to space. I think I'll I'll start us off with the uh, I'm on with the Hannibal series. I think I've only ever seen the first Critters, where I've at least seen two, three of the Hannibal stuff, I believe. And I didn't hate Critters, but I don't think it's as iconic of a horror franchise. I would say that the uh, the cover for Critters is probably more iconic than the movie. Because, I mean, back in the day when you go to the Blockbuster, like that cover in the horror movie section was always like, what is that? Like, yeah. I always wanted to see it. And yeah. uh, still, 44 years later, I haven't watched it. But I have seen most, if not all, of the Hannibal Lecter movies. Um, I like some of them. I don't like all of them. But I think, again, going with your definition of what's more iconic, I mean... People probably could recognize Critters as a cover, but who doesn't go around quoting, I ate his liver with some nice, uh, what is it? Nice fava beans and a Chianti. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
definitely. I'll agree with you guys. All right. Uh, here we go. Paranormal Activity, number 15. Seven movies. Somehow made a video game in there. Eight eight hundred and ninety million off of a total of a twenty eight million dollar budget. The first film made one hundred ninety three million off a fifteen thousand dollar budget. That's yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's Although nuts. that is somewhat debated because there was some reshoots, and then you know who knows how much they actually spent in promotion because they sure. don't put that in there. But the original cut of the film was a $15,000 movie that Blumhouse made $193 million off of. That's, that's cool. That's Paranormal really inspirational. Act- Paranormal Activity put Blumhouse on the map, quite honestly. Like, they don't make the money with that movie. We don't get any of the rest of this stuff. Sure. Up against the Exorcist franchise... Uh, which you would think at this point would be easier to find, being that I'm. Uh, oh, here we go. Six films. One of them is uh, getting ready to be released, and it will be resetting the timeline. A TV show, a video game, six hundred and sixty-one million in the uh, box office. All right, that's tough. <laughs> Um, I think I have to go with paranormal activity, which is kind of crazy for me to even say that out loud. But I have such good memories attached to seeing that first movie in theaters. Um, that that kind of just is enough to sway it for me. Uh, even though I didn't even like. We, I really bought into the hype hard because they had those stupid movie trailers where they had the night vision on the audience and everyone oh, reacting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is gonna be awesome!" And it wasn't that great. But the first one, I still think, is like a solid movie. And um, the rest are questionable. I do remember like gushing over that relationship from one of them in the in an old media <laughs> pod smash. <laughs> Um, but the first Exorcist will always be a really creepy movie. But anyways, that's still going to be my vote for uh, it's going to be the other one. So I think I know where Justin's voting here, but let's see if he surprises me. Uh, I don't think I'm going to surprise you. I don't know. What do you think I'm going to do? Well, I know what your um, your feelings on found footage are. And one right. of these two franchises is entirely found footage. The other one is not. And one of these two franchises I've actually seen a couple of, and the other one I have not. So the only one I've actually seen is the Paranormal Activity stuff. I've never seen The Exorcist. I said my favorite thing from The Exorcist is probably Jeremy recreating a scene. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh. I would say just off of that memory alone, I'm going to go with The Exorcist. Even though I I understand paranormal activity, like you said, if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have a lot of this stuff, which almost made me vote for paranormal activity. But just seeing Jeremy spit out the green milk made me. Uh, oh, that was that was a good one. <laughs> I go for that. I'm gonna use the same criteria we've used on many of the other ones. Uh, even though I've seen the first Exorcist and I don't much care for it. Um. It is way far and above, way more iconic 
than paranormal activity. I think there's a lot more recognizable material coming out of the exorcist than paranormal activity. Like those two people, like obviously people know what that movie is and that movie obviously took the world by storm, but I bet you we could be walking by them in Walmart today and not recognize either. Of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they're probably yeah. the two new hires that don't show up to work. <laughs> um, that's not to say I, you know, I, I don't know. I enjoyed the first paranormal activity for what it was, but I also am not the biggest fan of found footage. I don't hate it the way that Justin does, but I think I'm going to go with Jeremy here and vote extra. No way. You voted. Uh, you both. I, I, voted paranormal okay you voted paranormal i'm voting exorcist justin what did you vote i voted exorcist just because okay. of just because of jeremy's rec- recreation right yeah. okay so it's now, a fond this, memory that's burned into my brain this one is a battle of last year's horror through the decades versus this year's horror through the decades Ooh. number 31 halloween how fitting uh, yes um yeah it's funny that it ended up i <laughs> randomly being seated 31 yeah 13 films two remakes three timelines one completely unrelated movie books comic books uh 773 million uh in the box office versus puppet master oh 14 movies one upcoming one crossover some comic books 8.5 million that's really sad. Yeah, for 14 movies. Uh, because I think only the first Puppet Master got released in the theaters, and it was very limited because it was okay. mainly just a direct. Uh, I, I only know that because I just did the horror through the decades on that one. Um, <laughs> listen, I know that, that technically the computer listed Halloween as 31, so this is supposed to be an upset. But for me, I mean, Halloween is one of the big daddies. I mean, he's, you know, Michael Myers is up there with Freddie and Jason and, you know. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to vote first. I'm voting Halloween. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty solid. I think we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I actually, have you, either of you taken the time to watch Halloween ends yet? Not yet. Okay. My, when, I'd, I'd say my uh, watching, I guess you'd say, of Halloween is only one film long. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we we have some things to discuss once once Jeremy you actually watch Halloween ends because I'm I'm curious to know your thoughts on it. Okay. Uh, did I? I gave you my Peacock password, didn't I? Yeah, I have. It okay. Still. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. Um, I think we could probably just skip voting for this because I know where it's going. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street versus Amityville Horror. Uh, yeah. Well, with Amityville Horror, I did find <laughs> it was shot in Salem, Wisconsin. Which oh, one? not not Lake Geneva. Not Lake Geneva. It was the, shot. The, it, it was shot off the shores of Silver Lake in Salem, Wisconsin. That's the that's the Ryan Reynolds, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Which is a brief 38-minute drive from us, Jeremy. Cool. Okay. Uh, we'll do an episode live from Salem. That, that so, being said, Amityville Horror, good try. But you're, you're done here. I mean, you did make 40 movies. So you, you, you other than Universal Monsters, you, you've given it the, 
Community a for, you, you get the you get the A for effort award, but you're losing a nightmare. Freddie, Freddie I mean, takes it from You me. did make 40 <sighs> movies, one of them with Ryan Reynolds and in Wisconsin. But you're you're done. You're done here. Yeah. Nice okay. try. Thank you. Goodbye. <sighs> I'm guessing based on the current run of Freaky Film Clubs, where it's just a clean sweep for nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I did find out where it was filmed, so I had to share that little bit of knowledge. That was good to know, because now we can actually we can go there. Yeah, I don't know if it's a private. <laughs> I don't know if it's a private property. Eh. Uh, we can at least look at <laughs> it. True. All right. Uh, Hellraiser versus Evil Dead. Uh oh, Gadios. Oh, God. Uh, uh, um, I mean, Evil Dead for me. Um, Justin? No? Um, okay, I will say Hellraiser. <laughs> because uh, the first one is super creepy. I like when he gets pulled apart with the chains. All right. <laughs> Now, to be fair to Hellraiser, I've only seen one of the however many I told you there was. Uh, I have seen all of the Evil Deads. Yeah. Um, I don't much care for the remake, but whatever. I know I'm just old-fashioned and a funny-duddy. Uh, <laughs> that, and it doesn't have Bruce Campbell in it. So, yeah. uh, As much as I enjoy the Hellraiser movies, and I've seen them all, except for the newest one that just came out, it's, it's Evil Dead. Especially with you got Ash for Evil Dead. That show is that show's good. Oh yeah, I should go watch that. I never and saw that yet. Ar- Army of Darkness is yeah, oh, is so definitely good. up there for favorite movies. Yeah, I love Army of Darkness. It's a it's a it's a, it's a rare franchise where like I mean I love the first movie, but the second movie is essentially a remake, just more comedy and kind of better. Yeah, had a better budget. And the third one is better than those two. You know, it's it most franchises start falling apart as they go on, not get you know better. Yeah, yeah. And then Ash vs. Evil Dead Jeremy is streaming on like Netflix, Hulu, a bunch of those. So you could check that out. Sweet. I I never finished it. I watched like the first three or four episodes. I lost it, and then I keep forgetting to go back and watch it. I think I've watched the first season at least twice. All the way through. I need to do that. All right. This one might be more difficult than I would have thought. The Universal Monsters versus Scream. Ooh. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the Universal Monsters. I know I voted against them the first time. For, <laughs> and I voted for Scream the first time, but I'm going to flip-flop here. That's my right. You're a politician. Yeah. It's my <laughs> right as what, an American. That's what this bracket's all about, flip-flopping. Um, <laughs> plus, the, the monsters are iconic. Not saying Ghostface isn't, but I'm going with the monsters. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to vote against them, like I said. God, okay. I'm cr- crying over here. <laughs> so you're so, so upset. <laughs> you're voting Universal. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to okay. vote Universal. 
Um, just because I'm going to be different, I'm going Scream because of how good the first one is. I mean, granted, I will admit that much like every other horror franchise, it does start falling apart by the time you get to the third one. Definitely the fourth one. Uh, picks it back up with the fifth one, but, you know. But yeah, I, I just, that first movie came out at the, the right age for me where it's just, uh, you know, it's probably in my personal top 20. So, all right. Anyway, that, that's a lot. Top 20. Yeah, I'd be actually really interested to see that list. It's if my you top had it compiled, 20. I'd like to see you compile that. Okay, maybe one day I'll. Live. Okay. Um, all right. Now we're up to Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus The Conjure. Uh, I've at least seen stuff from The Conjure where I've never seen anything from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I'm going to throw my vote to The Conjuring. Texas Chainsaw versus The Conjuring? Yeah. Ooh. And you just said Conjuring. Yeah, because I've never seen any of the Texas Chainsaw. I know it's iconic, and you've talked about how great they are, but I've just never seen it. I'm going to make things hard on you, Jeremy. I'm going to go Texas because I'm using the, I think, uh, Leatherface is more iconic than anything The Conjuring has given us even though The Conjuring has clearly made, well, the most money of any franchise that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with Texas Chainsaw Massacre as well, just because of, yeah, the iconic status. And the first one is really just great film. But The Conjuring doesn't have chainsaws, which I know you are afraid of. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Which could make it more iconic because he's afraid of them. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Leprechaun versus Psycho. So you're one of your first Jennifer Aniston movies <laughs> versus uh, Alfred Hitchcock, the the master of horror and suspense himself. I do yeah. love Alfred Hitchcock movies. Yeah. That being said, Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas, Norman Bates. I'm going psycho. Not, not including the Anne Hayes butthole one. <laughs> oh God! What, that was a great little moment there on that show for a while when they kept playing that that song. <laughs> Good old Hollywood uh, Babylon. All right. Um, I cannot believe I'm going to go against this movie. But because uh, my I also my mom loved Alfred Hitchcock, but Leprechaun. <laughs> I mean, I like I like a lot of Hitchcock stuff, like Rear Window, North by Northwest, The Birds. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, yeah. he's he's got a lot of really good movies. He does. Yeah, um, might be a future so, might be a future bracket in there with Hitchcock the, stuff. Well, maybe. Um, all right, this one is going to be a difficult vote. So wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Leprechaun's moving on, right? Yeah, because the two of you voted for it. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Jeremy's like, hold up. (laughs) All right. Uh, This one's going to be a difficult vote, I think. Um, I know where I'm going with it. Uh, We got Friday the 13th versus Child's Play. Oh. I would like to see that matchup. Yeah. Jason versus Chucky. Uh, Oh. 
To me, this is harder than the Saw versus Friday the 13th. I feel. I'm not making it easy on Friday the 13th. I'll tell you that much. Uh, you're making them earn it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm giving some of these guys just like I gave, like, I feel like I gave Nightmare on Elm Street like an easy run. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> oh, the but, first one was tough. First, wasn't that evil? Uh, it was tough, a, uh, tough, okay. tough for me. <laughs> for, you. <laughs> for you, but not for me. <laughs> I'm. Whew. I don't know where to go with this one. I'm going Friday. I'll go. I'll go. Child's Play. I was leaning towards Child's Play already, and then okay. with you going Friday, I'll go Child's Play just to mo- put more uh, stress on Jeremy. I think, even though it is tougher, it's still ultimately going to have to be Friday the Thirteenth for me because, I mean. I've listed so many reasons over the years. <laughs> so I mean, you did you did a whole vamping about Gordon's series. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but it All was right. close for me, very close. In an unlikely matchup, somehow Fear Street has made it through the entire play-in bracket. And then, in fact, I think they even had to they've had the most votes because they had the play-in to get into the play-in. Mm-hmm. Um, Fear Street up against the Hannibal Lecter series. I'll say Fear Street. Yeah. Wow. I uh Nicholas is not gonna like this one. But I'm also gonna go with Fear Street. I uh <laughs> I think I was actually gonna go Fear Street as oh. well. Wow. Um even though, I, uh, even though you didn't watch them all. No, uh because like I get that Hannibal Lecter is iconic, but I fucking hate Silence of the Lambs. What did you think I of mean, Red Dragon? I liked Red Dragon. Okay, that's how I felt. I, that I, was good. I really enjoyed that scene that we recreated, though, from it. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is good. Yeah, I mean there are iconic moments in all of the Hannibal Lecter series, but like Jodie Foster just drives the. Sh- <laughs> she drives me up a fucking wall in that movie. I don't understand how it won so many Oscars and why people loved it. That accent was just, oh, irritating. All right. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a hard vote. The Exorcist versus Halloween. Uh, I don't think it'll be too hard. Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> All right, uh, so we're down. We're down to the elite eight. Okay, uh, we what? are down to and this. I'm pretty sure I know where this the vote's going here. So I'm going to start the vote off with the Nightmare on Elm Street versus Evil Dead. I'm going Evil Dead, but I'm pretty sure I'm about to be outvoted. Jeremy, what are you voting? Let's say it at the same time, Justin. Okay. <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> One, two, three. Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah. Should we try not, that again? Not bad for Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a leg time thing there. We were spot on, but right. because yeah, of the absolutely. leg and Zoom, right? That's... Okay. Uh, well, now hey, we're... evil evil that is good. I do enjoy it. It's just... yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough, tough luck there. Be sure to check out all of our coverage of Nightmare on Elm Street in the Freaky Film Club. <laughs> All right, so now we're up against the Universal Monsters are up against Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, 
does anybody want to start voting or uh i'm just i had well i've tried to do some filler to think about it more but i yeah, I'm still thinking i'm gonna, uh, throw, I'm gonna I, throw it to the universal monsters you know what is as, as much as i've been trying to, to back check this chainsaw i think i'm also throwing it to universal at this time so <sighs> the only question is is it a clean sweep or not i i have to go universal okay that Gives us a very <laughs> interesting matchup in the next round. All right. Uh, and to continue Friday the 13th's difficult run, Friday the 13th is now up against Leprechaun. Another matchup I would like oh to see. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Friday the 13th. Give me Leprechaun. Let's, let's not make it, like, two. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to go Friday the 13th here. It's Again, just, it's just the wisecracks of the leprechaun that get me. Like, right. Yeah. I, but uh, you, you I want just get so much nostalgia with these. <laughs> you you want wisecracks? We got wisecracks up here with the you know the the next vote. Well, yeah, not the next vote, but the vote after uh, when we're at the final four here. But now we're up against somehow Fear Street making it to the Elite Eight up against Halloween. <laughs> I feel like the Cinderella run might have come to the end. I think the the glass zipper might have broken. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to vote for Fear Street because I've seen three Fear Street and I've only seen one Halloween. Okay. I've seen a, no, I've seen a number of the Halloween movies. And I, and to me, Mike Myers is way more iconic than than the Fear Street. I mean, I, have enjoy, I did enjoy the first two Fear Street movies. But... That's like yeah. the Hubie Halloween of the, it is the, the Hubie. horror franchise. <laughs> yeah. It is the Hubie. I barely even included it, and it, uh, man, it made it far. It did. But it, its run is over now. Uh, yeah. I think, I mean, I think we're not surprised. I'm not surprised by the final four, quite honestly. We got Nightmare on Elm Street versus Universal. So this is a hard vote for me, anyway. This is this number on Elm Street for me. Okay, like, well, Jer- like Jeremy said, it's Friday. That's that, that's mine. I'm gonna die on that hill. Okay. Uh, well, just another quick aside, which I hate to do because I'm gonna have to edit more. But if I do, but this reminds me. Did you listen to the new TESD yet? I've started it, but I'm not too far into it. Okay. Like I'm to the point where they just get to the. Uh, Evan Costello versus meets Frankenstein. Okay. Which I did finally find on some random like TV film direct collective like streaming. Like it took forever, but I finally found somebody on the Roku apps that was streaming it. So I did get to watch it. Nice. <laughs> I don't get the love. I mean, it was funny, but I don't know if I, I, Slobber yeah. all over it the way Walt does. Right. Yeah. I just think that's a great casting choice, though, to have get up and Sunday, Jeff. I like there's no two better people from that universe that they could have picked to put in those two roles. Right. But, but anyways. I've been going off the rails a lot, but I just I'm so excited, guys. This is our big grand finale. <laughs> We're giving the people what they want this year. This, two this hours. Is- Two-hour bracket. All right. (laughs) 
I forgot right. the matchup. I'm sorry. Night, Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> versus the Universal Monsters. Okay. Do you want to vote first? Because I know um, I'm gonna probably screw it up and end it. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, well, I know that I know where Je- Jeremy, not Jeremy, Justin already voted. Yeah. Nightmare. I don't know. I don't want to vote against Nightmare, but I feel like Universal just it, it holds a special place. Like without the Universal monsters, just in general, I don't know if we have horror movies. And as a whole, or even the idea of like a franchise, like the idea that they came up with, like back in the thirties and forties were like, Hey, let's take all of our monsters and start like putting them together. So for me, I'm, I'm going universal. Oh, that is, it's, that's a tough one, but I'm going to have to say, Oh, hi. Uh, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, is I mean, going to have to be my vote. I'm not surprised, and I'm not mad. But, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. And then, once again, man, Friday the 13th has just had a tough run to get to the final four. But we are at the ultimate iconic matchup here. We've got Jason Voorhees versus Michael Myers. <sighs> this is starting to turn into the uh, horror icon bracket yeah. that we did. <laughs> Yeah, I think it is, yeah. It's like we know exactly how this is going to play out. <laughs> but we are different people from a year ago, so maybe our tastes and votes have changed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe it's Friday the 13th. I've seen almost all of them, but I haven't, I've, like I said, I've only seen one Halloween. And not even one of the good ones. <laughs> We'll just leave it at that. I've seen all of the Friday the 13th movies. Um, I've seen about half of the Halloween movies. Uh, I think I'm going Friday the 13th. Cool. Fuck yeah. (laughs) So, all right. So, and what shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. No, this is where we knew it'd go before we even did the bracket. I'm I'm pretty sure that we we knew this was going to happen. The final. Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street versus Friday the 13th for the ultimate horror franchise. Who mm-hmm. gets it? Let's see. Well, I'm, I, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I know how this vote's going, but I'm going to stick with Nightmare on Elm Street. It's a uh, favorite franchise. I like the wisecracking Freddy. I mean, not only will I die on that hill, I also live on that street. And that's that's where I'm going. All right. It's, it's what got me into the horror franchise. I'm gonna have to say Friday the thirteenth because mm-hmm. blah blah oh. blah obvious reasons. <laughs> oh man, so you're making it hard on me because uh... all right. Well, I I will say, I mean, obviously one one franchise has a couple more movies than the other one does. Uh, box office, I don't remember, and I'm not about to try to dig through those papers and try to find them. Drag this out even longer than it already is. But I will say that, that the Friday the 13th franchise doesn't fall apart as quickly as the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise does. I, Freddy, I think Friday never went to space. That is true. But I that will didn't watch. Happen for a very I will long watch. Time. 
I will watch Jason X uh, multiple times before I will willingly sit down and rewatch uh, the new Nightmare. Um, That's harsh. Actually, I do need to sit down and rewatch the new Nightmare because it's been a long time. So before you release that episode, I need to watch it. (laughs) It's Um, okay. We haven't even made it yet. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. Um, I think I'm going Friday. I think I'm going Jason. That's how I knew that would play out. Because that's how it played out with the horror icons. I went Freddy, you two went Jason. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So I I know there are a couple franchises that I probably left off. Uh, yeah, any... you, le- you left off Sharknado. I debated <laughs> Sharknado, but I don't really... Like, same thing with Terminator. I don't really classify Terminator or Sharknado as horror. Toxic Avenger? Like, Toxic Avenger, I, I debated. <laughs> I almost wrote it down. He did come across on a couple different horror icons, but again, like it's so much more comedy than it is horror. Like it's really hard to, you know, put it in there. Um, and then there's just a bunch of movies that I'm not sure if there was two or three, like they just didn't come across my list. I did set it a minimum of three movies to make it a franchise. A lot of people tried to set it at two, but I think. Oh, you it's easy to make a sequel it's hard to make a trilogy you know yeah that should be on a t-shirt <laughs> so um i feel like that's like a parenting shirt probably <laughs> but you know so so i had to i also had to you know keep it limited somewhere so obviously there are a lot of horror franchises and, you know, we might have to revisit this list or redo some of it, come up with better seatings, add some stuff, take some stuff off. Uh, you just came up with a couple that I forgot or didn't write down. Um, I'm sure there's some others. Yeah. Uh, you know, I sure Troma has a few that I didn't put in other than Toxic Avenger. Um, I don't know about Asylum. I know there's a bunch of like zombie films that probably have multiples that I, you know, I didn't include, you know, yeah, but, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, I think regardless of how many times we do this bracket, it's almost always going to end with Nightmare on Elm Street versus Friday the 13th. <laughs> and, and then you guys voting against me. Uh, unless I, <laughs> unless I rig it to where they have to face each other early in the bracket. Then you guys are still voting against me. So, um, well, you know, this is day 30. Uh, hopefully you guys have enjoyed you know, the content. We have one more day. Jo- uh, Jeremy, you want to give us a hint as to what one more day is going to give us? Well, let's just say I hope you like game shows. Woohoo. And if you're a fan of this podcast, we know you do. Absolutely. Because if anything, this game, this podcast, the Media Pod Smash, love brackets and game shows. Heck somehow yeah. somehow we sure. need to figure out a way to combine a bracket into a game show. Oh yeah. That should be our 2023 resolution. <laughs> so, um, well, I, I, I know I've had fun doing a lot of this work. I know you've had to do a lot more of it. Um, it is, uh, it's been, it's been fun. Uh, who knows if we'll do it again next year. Uh, yeah. You saying, it, it was you nice keep... taking the month off. I don't think I did really anything this month. <laughs> You you kept you kept saying you keep saying we're not doing it, but you said that after the first time. So, and like I just said, if 
sequels are easy. Trilogies are hard. Do we, go, <laughs> do, we uh, do we make it hard to go three? You never know. You never know. But hey, so, um, do you guys have any uh, favorite moments from the from this year? Uh, I've enjoyed Freaky Film Club. I mean, that, that's been fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Going back and revisiting them, and then you know, anytime we sit down and we discuss anything, it's always a good time. I like doing our food reviews. That's always oh, a good time. That is true. I was a l- little disappointed I didn't get invited to, to eat candy. <sighs> and I have such a sweet tooth. Sorry, Justin. I'm, I'm, it's hard for me to remember all uh, the content we've done so far. But yeah, I mean, I, I would think that the Freaky Film Club would probably be my favorite. I mean, so that I'm not completely, totally self-serving and saying... I love them pop culture roulette episodes of horror through the decade. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe eating cereal. That one too. Uh, yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Yes, we've yeah. done a lot. We've, if, if, we've, had, we've had some fun and I hope everybody's enjoyed it as we've gone along. Right on. Yeah. It, yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. So, Justin? All right. Stay spooky, everyone. <laughs>